What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It is the only sports podcast. I'm Will. That's Casino. I know this is shocking that my voice, uh, there's Casino's dog. This is shocking that I actually have a voice, but my voice is back, Casino. The sultry tones are now just back in a different form. You know what I'm saying? But you're back wearing the homemade beanie. It is so comfortable. I'm not even (laughs) taking this off. Uh, but big, big, big weekend in sports, and that's literally just football. We can, we're also going to talk about World Cup, basketball, Dang. NHL, huge, huge episode. But first, let's start with a monumental moment. Number one, my voice <laughs> is back. Number two, not only did I win football picks this week, I won by like three games. Oh. So this is... I had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I had eight. Casino had one, two, three. I only got four, five. Five, six. You had seven. But okay, so you, yeah. but um, we both picked the Monday night game the same. So no, it does. I won by one game. <laughs> I was hyping it up off the podcast like I destroyed him, but no. Uh, As far as before we get into the reviews or the breakdown of this week, the three games we could not have picked worse were we both picked Jets, we both picked Dolphins, we both picked Chargers, and let's see, in terms of games we, those are the only three games we picked similarly, similarly, but we also, there you go. We also picked the, we both picked the commanders and they tied. So that one doesn't, I feel like that one doesn't count, but yeah. So what did you see in the Jets, Dolphins and Chargers game that, you know, lost our three picks for us? Uh, Well, I guess I can start with the Jets. That one's an easy one is that Vikings defense was able to five field goals. They held him to five field goals in the red zone. The Jets outplayed the vikings 100 percent. white is their starting quarterback i sent you that immediately as soon as that game was over i was like wilson's done his yeah. his career in the nfl is over he, he's not going to be a backup practice squad maybe yeah um, but he, then again he needs to go back to his number one profession which is banging moms <laughs> um, brazzers that's his next stop <laughs> brazzers <laughs> um yeah uh i mean white looked really good um, the one thing I want to say when it's white, it's right. There it is. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> that would only be offensive if Zach Wilson was black, but he's white. He's whiter than Mike White, so it's okay. Oh my gosh, that was Please. funny. Um, uh, but did you? But and and with being white, white can also be very bland, like vanilla. Did you see his family in the audience? Or it, like every time they showed him, they were just like the dad's like this. <laughs> the mom's just like yeah, yeah, just talking to other fans, yeah. and it's like your, your son. I know that he started a couple games the previous year, but like he's now the starter of a football franchise. Like, but then again, excited. they're probably embarrassed for him that it took what eleven weeks for him to beat out Zach Wilson. <laughs> like they're probably like. Until I our, see our, our kid just schmuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Heard of him. Um, but yeah, no, that's what I saw in that game. Uh, clear cut. Um, didn't it say that the, the the Vikings played bad. 
because uh, like I said, their defense played phenomenal. But that was that was the game was the Jets could not get in the end zone. They looked like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Brady and not being able to get into the end zone. But yeah, um, yeah, no, the Jets definitely outplayed. outplayed the I don't. The 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 thing I have about the Minnesota Vikings is when I'm watching games with them, like I just don't know how they're good. Does that make sense? Like they don't do obviously Justin Jefferson is the one player on this team that like stands out, right? And he looks like uh he's not the best wide receiver in the league that's Tyreek Hill by a mile I don't care what anybody says but he looks like he's a top three wide receiver in the league and he's always making amazing catches and wide open and all that kind of stuff when it comes to Cousins and even Dalvin Cook this year I don't know just they both just seem off like the Vikings defense we've talked about it they're like middle of the road so they but but uh this game was all about the red zone, right? Like they intercepted Mike White two times and both were in the red zone, weren't they? Like that yeah. was that was a good and they have a that's the thing with this Minnesota Vikings team. Their defense is average, but their red zone defense is actually really good, which I mean, that's would you rather have a bad defense that's great in the red zone or a bad red zone defense and a great defense? I feel like I'd rather have a great red zone defense. Because then oh, you know you're keeping people out of the end zone. But yeah, I mean, that's exactly what happened. So, yeah. Um, and then, so I guess moving on from that game, uh, what I saw with the Bengals Chiefs was Burrow. He's just the real deal. Um, I, I, I honestly don't – I mean, Patrick Mahomes didn't really have the best game, but he didn't have a horrible game. He just didn't throw that much. Uh, 16 for 27, so only 27 attempts, which is low for him, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. 223 yards, one touchdown, protected the ball, uh, no INTs, but um, and rushing was uh, I can never say his name right, Papachi Perine yeah. or whatever Perine, that guy's good. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, is that how you say it? Who the the Bengals guy? No, 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 no. no uh, the Chiefs guy. Oh, the Chiefs guy. Yeah, Pac Pac Paco. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I mean, but 66 yards, McKinnon 51 yards. So, like, there was production receiving uh, Valdez Scantling 71, Kelsey 56. So, it was very well dispersed. Juju Smith Schuster came back. He's got 30, 35 yards. Chiefs didn't play a bad game, just Bengals had a better game. Burrow no. went 25 for. What's up? Well, no, I was saying Chiefs didn't play a bad game, but Joe Burrow, that was, to me, of all the games I've watched of his, that was probably the best game from him I've ever seen. He oh, looked yeah. like he was 25 every, for 31. He looked like every throw, he was 0.5 seconds away from just being destroyed. And he just oh, stood there and was just he, like... He stays in the pocket, and that's, what, that's the kind of quarterbacks yeah. that I like. I mean, not to knock on Patrick Mahomes. He's obviously one of the front, you know, one of the favorites for the MVP as he has been for most years. Um, he's really good at scrambling and getting, getting the play downfield. Um, but Joe Burrow stays in the pocket. He's not afraid to get hit. I mean, he's used to getting hit by now being on that team um, and not protecting him, but he went 25 yeah. for 31, 286, uh, two touchdowns, no INTs. Um, he actually attempted 11 rushes for 46 yards, one for a TD. Um, 
he just he knows how to play against the Chiefs. Remember, we talked about that. I, I picked the Chiefs, you picked the Bengals, but I said I wouldn't be, if I recall right, um, I don't say why I wouldn't say this, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Bengals won, and they did. Joe Burrow yeah. has his numbers. That's three times, three well, and oh against the Chiefs. I have a everybody stat for Burrow, you. Everybody says Burrow against Mahomes, but again, it's not the a single man's team. It's the whole uh, it's the whole team and the coaching, and Burrow can take down that defensive scheme he, he he just knows that team now yeah he knows how to beat him so patrick mahomes is one in five <laughs> versus the bills or Bengals the last two seasons so he is one in yeah. five against Bengals and bills the only time he That's has beat one of those teams championship game yeah well the only time he has beat the bills was that game last year where it was the what 24 seconds or whatever and that was mm-hmm. just like you know they it, that was a game where everybody hated the ending of it so much they literally changed the rules like so the <laughs> offense gets another shot like so that was yeah I mean all credit to Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes but again I feel like that game also has a tiny asterisk just because of how it ended but yeah i mean one in six against Bengals and bills uh we've been guilty of it on this podcast but we always hear people and i've said it myself where like the chiefs look unbeatable well they do look unbeatable except when they play two teams and that's the Bengals and the bills both of which they've lost already to this year so i don't know also if you See, the the crazy thing about this is Patrick Mahomes always loses to the Bengals. But if the Chiefs and Bengals play in Arrowhead in the playoffs, the Chiefs are going to be favored and everybody's going to pick the Chiefs. Well, so I mean, it's like I, I, I would pick the Chiefs still. I don't I don't care what Burrow has done. I mean, playing in Arrowhead, I'm being a Patriot fan. I've I've known that even the good Belichick teams struggled and lost a couple in arrowhead i'm yeah even against like, alex smith chief dude, teams yeah. yeah arrowhead is just a it's it it was beat by seattle and then now i think it rebeat seattle on the loudest stadium is that correct i believe that, so yeah. yeah that's how it was i think when the 12th man started up and seattle was like yeah we're we're sports fans <laughs> um we don't have a crappy baseball team or football team woohoo um Anyway. You know what's crazy? Uh, Speaking of one of those, have you seen that that uh like graphic or poll going around that <clears throat> who has had the best attendance of all NFL teams this season? Have you seen no. that graphic? No. Who is it? I would give you I'll give you $50. You get one guess. Who what team do you think it is? Best attendance this season. Give me one sec. Um I will say the Raiders because it is Vegas. It is the Colts. The that's what I'm saying. The Colts, like they did the attendance okay, I mean, they're, things. They're, they're, the Colts, we talked about, they're not a bad team, but they I mean, are a bad team. I mean, we looked at them on, we, we'll talk about that game, but they look, <laughs> I mean, we'll, I'll save it for that game. But last uh, game we're going to talk about before we start diving into the other games is the Eight and four Miami Dolphins lose to the now eight and four San Francisco 49ers, 33 to 17. Uh, we both picked the Dolphins. We both thought that this Dolphins team was in contention for best team in the AFC. 
But I'll be honest, yeah. Tua did not have the best game of his career. No, he I mean, threw two INTs. Two INTs. He was what almost just shy of uh he was just over uh, 50 percent completion. Um and, I mean, yes, he has two touchdowns and he threw for just shy of three hundred yards. Um, but that's you can't get rid of you can't turn the ball over. Well, no, and this game we talked about uh, on last episode, through my raspy voice, I read off how impressive San Francisco's defense is, specifically their run defense. Like, and they only held uh, Raheem Mozart. Is it Mozart? Mozart? I'm, we are so Mustard. bad with names. Mustard. We're so white when it comes to pronouncing names on this show. <laughs> um, if it's not Wilson Smith. Yeah. yeah. Like, Even though we do nail. Uh, to a tongue of Iloa every time we say it, so that is impressive. To tug of nope. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, I nail it every time I say it, but uh, so yeah, the Dolphins held to 33 rushing yards. I think that was really the tail of the game because then it all just comes down to Tyreek Hill, who I mean, he had nine receptions, 146 yards, and a touchdown. So it's not like again, they didn't contain him at all. But no. he just wasn't enough to win the game. And then, uh, I mean, the biggest talking point about this whole thing is Jimmy G is out. He is done. He broke his foot. And you sent a message to me, and it, you couldn't be more accurate. Just feel bad, bad for the guy. Yeah. He, he has taken so much shit for not being – he's not the best quarterback, but he's better than more than half of them. I'd say he's a top 10 quarterback. In, in my opinion, I mean, in this season opinion. there there's who would, who, if you had to name 10, I feel like you could get to nine and then you'd be like, it has to be Jimmy G. Jim, yeah, like, that, that's right. Kind of where I'm at, but I feel so bad for him. Like when, when they drafted the other quarterback, um, why am I blanking on his name? Uh, 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 Trey young. Yeah. I mean, when, when they drafted him, I was like, okay. But when they made him the starter and was like, oh, Jimmy G, you're the worst. Get out of here. Uh, but we can't trade you. So you're or Trey Lance. I'm sorry. Why did I Trey, say young? Trey, Trey Lance. Uh, you're, you're thinking of basketball already. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's all good. Um, but I was, I felt so bad for the guy, but he took it off the chin. Like that exit interview last year when he was like, ah, oh, this is probably going to be, you know, my last game. I just want to thank everybody, blah, blah, blah. He, he was totally fine with it. I mean, fine with it. Um, yeah. So it's really sad to see him go out, especially now because he was bringing up his uh, trade capital. Now with a broken foot, everybody's going to be like, well, can he throw the football? Um, can he play football again? He's injury prone. Do we now spend money on him? So this just, it really hurts his future going forward. Um, it shouldn't, but it's going to. Um, oh, it 100% but, will. But how about uh, Brock? Brock Purdy. Purdy. Is that his mm-hmm. name? I, I believe so. Yeah. Mr. Irrelevant. I think he was the first ever Mr. Irrelevant pick. So Mr. Irrelevant is the last pick in the draft. He was the last ever pick or he was the first ever last pick to score a touchdown in the NFL. So that is. Oh, sorry. I just saw something pop up on CBS sport. It, CBS sports. Should the Niners claim Mayfield? We're just talking about the Niners. So let's talk about it. No. Uh, no. So this, the this, Packers pretty, this morning or the Panthers does. this morning waved yes. Baker Mayfield. They just cut him. Uh, so I just saw that coming. That is look what Purdy comes in and do cold off the bench. 
I mean, he's technically the third stringer. Uh, yeah. Uh, he went 25 for 37, 210 yards, two TDs. Yes, he had an INT, but that's just chalked that up to being a rookie. Um, uh, like, well done. <laughs> I mean, that's that's crazy for especially a seventh round pick to come in. And again, the Dolphins don't have the worst defense in the league, but they also, it's not like a pushover defense. Their no. defense is, let's see, 25th in the league. So it's bottom of the barrel, but still, they, it's still an NFL defense and you're a seventh round draft pick from Iowa State. Like, it's not like you're, yeah. you know, a, uh, used to yeah, seeing shit and, like this. Um, last talking point. Um, I know, I think we talked last episode about McCaffrey not really showing up outside of that first game. I think we talked about that. Um, well, he had a decent game. Uh, he was 66 yards on the ground, but he was also 80 yards in the air uh, with a touchdown, uh, with the receiving touchdown. Not bad. Not bad. Um, they had to definitely rely on him. Um, yeah, I mean, that. well done for him. Uh, yeah. Well-earned well earned, uh, win by the Niners. So now let me ask you this. Do you think with this backup quarterback, third stringer, they have a shot moving see, forward or do you think they are done see now we have talked about this uh a, a while ago like a month or two ago where we talked about remember we played that game where i had you guess uh nfl coaches like winning percentage and the records and stuff like that yes i remember so mike shanahan is i feel like he's an overrated coach and kind of the team that's built around him is just really fucking good. And they have a great, they always have a great defense. And then they have like a nicely schemed offense, right? Which is where he gets all the credit for, but he also has people like Debo Samuel and George Kittle and Jimmy Garoppolo that everybody hates for some reason, but literally all he does is win. And uh, Mike Shanahan has a losing record when Jimmy G isn't his starting quarterback. So that I feel like is the main takeaway from this. We both like Jimmy G more than he gets credit for, but oh, yeah. also I feel like I, at least I know that I don't like Mike Shanahan as much as he gets credit for. And I think the numbers speak out on that. So him without Jimmy G, he has a losing record. Well, now he doesn't have Jimmy G. He doesn't have Trey Lance. He has a third string quarterback, which I feel like any coach would be like, fuck. But <laughs> so I'm not going to give yeah, him. We'll, we'll see how this one goes. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to shit on him for not uh, doing well with Brock Purdy, but he also plays. So this is the 49ers next five games. They have the Buccaneers the Seahawks, the Commanders, the Raiders, and the Cardinals. So it's not like a murderer's row schedule they have next. I mean, no, I would be I mean, scared. There would be, be some tough games, but some teams play you tough, but eh. Yeah. Like, I would be scared right now to play the Raiders. I feel like the Raiders are really hitting, like, their stride. I mean, it's kind of all for naught, but they're still, you know, they've won, what, four in a row or something like that? They actually look pretty good. Uh Seahawks obviously you're playing like the winner of that game probably wins the division so that's like going to be like a big you know divisional game and it's going to be in Seattle which makes it you know tougher as we just talked about with that crowd especially with a seventh round uh pick going into Seattle 
And then you have, oh, I just lost it. I'm sorry. Which ones did I say? Oh, the Cardinals are a dumpster fire. So you should beat the Cardinals. And then you have, let me pull it up. I just lost it. So you have the commanders who are feisty, right? We just saw them go to a tie, but they were on a three-game winning streak beating my Eagles. And then you have, yeah, then you end with the Cardinals. And next week they play Tom Brady. So it's not the hardest schedule, but there is three, four out of the five games they could potentially lose. Like, I don't think there's any way they lose to... I don't think there's any way they lose to the Cardinals unless they're just resting everybody and they don't care. But yeah, Seahawks, Buccaneers, uh, Commanders, Raiders, those are those are tough games, especially to get those teams where all of them kind of feel like they're playing, maybe not Seattle, but Raiders, Commanders, and Bucks all feel like they're playing the best they've played all season in the past couple weeks. Like, I don't know. But what's your how far do you think? But to answer your original question, how far do I think this 49ers team goes? I really think we have to see them against the Bucs because the Bucs have a top five defense. Now the 49ers and Mike Shanahan have a week to prepare with Purdy as their starting quarterback. And we just have to see how he handles an actual like good NFL defense. So I feel like I'll see, I'll make a decision on the Niners after next week because I, right now I have no fucking idea. How about you? No, I, I think that's a great, um, a great spot to, to be tested against um, being the Bucs. As you said, their defense, good defense, um, offense, you know, hit or miss. They could be good, they can't be good. So you never know, you know, you might have to play from behind depending on if, um the again we talked about this last last i always say that we we talked about this last but you know brady not uh um brady not being a bad quarterback it's just the receivers not catching and they have no running game um but they could put up some numbers and you might have to play from behind which would be all right what can you do from playing from behind um so we'll we'll see uh was i really impressed with purdy on what he did um against miami very much so. Um, I agree. So, yeah, yeah. we shall uh, see. Uh, the one thing, and then we'll get off this game, the one thing I disagree with you on or whatever okay. is Christian McCaffrey. This has been the first game where I felt like he like had a good game, right? He had eight receptions, 80 yards, a touchdown. Where he... <laughs> well, no, the he first did. game where he had four touchdowns was great. But remember, there was like two games in the middle there where he had like 30 yards during the game. So right. he just... I want to see this Christian McCaffrey because I feel like this one is much more realistic than the game where he got four touchdowns, right? This seems like a game where he gets five to 10 receptions. He rushes maybe 15 to 20 times. And then you just kind of do like build your offense around him, especially with, you know, a seventh round quarterback coming in who is played good in this game but now a team has a week to prepare for him a good defense you know as soon as this as soon as garoppolo went out uh mccaffrey was like damn it it's the panthers all over again yeah pretty much i mean it might be do you percentage points percentage guess you think the niners actually signed baker mayfield um Oh man, um, <laughs> I think it's higher than I want to admit. I honestly I agree. Think, 
it would probably be maybe a 33% chance, maybe about a, a third uh, chance. And I, I honestly think McCaffrey would die. I, I, I honestly think he would, somebody would go have to talk him off the Golden Gate Bridge or something. Again, hope that's not the case. <laughs> but, dude, he, oh. he's, he was so happy to get out of the Panthers. I so honestly think he, he's gonna, he would cry himself to sleep. <laughs> I think my percentage points, I really think it's like 55%. I really think they sign him. I think they sign him as early as tomorrow. I just think, well, because also, they also just need depth at the quarterback position. There's no trade deadline. So who the fuck do you get? You you said it. Okay, but see, here's So say they do get him. um, Say they do get him. Would you still, if you were the coach, would you play Purdy or would you play Mayfield? Oh, no, no. I'd go in with Purdy until he Purdy, has... Purdy knows the playbook. He's he's yeah. studied it. You know, he's still you go with him one game, you give Baker Mayfield, you know, two weeks to study study the playbook. And if Purdy doesn't perform, you put him in. But if Purdy yeah. does perform, you're like, all right, well, you're gonna stay the backup. Yeah, pretty much. Or you uh what is it? You sign Mayfield. And then you put him when you're resting all your starters because the division's locked up and you can't change your position in the playoffs. You start Mayfield against the Cardinals. You see if he just goes off and has like a great game and then you try to trade him for some picks. Boom. Solution. But also, I also think just the Niners have... Those were three good games to talk about to start out. That was good. Yeah. So... I think three of the most interesting in terms of the storylines coming out of them. Now let's get to the rest of the games and uh, my favorite game of the day casino. I think feel like both our favorite games of the day was the shockingly was the five and seven Cleveland Browns against the one ten and one Houston Texans. The Browns win 27 <laughs> to 14 uh, newsflash. You can't just step away from the NFL for two years and then come back in and be good again because Dude, Deshaun he was, Watson he was had awful. a fucking bad game. Like, this is a bad, bad game. How they like won 27 to 14. Oh. oh. Yeah. It this, was bad. Uh, so you uh, go first, Casino. Talk about what you saw from the returning hero, Deshaun Watson. Um, really not that much because he didn't throw that many times. He pretty much just handed it off to Chubb and Hunt. Um, Which is why they won. Hunt, (laughs) nine carries. Another reason why they won, though, was um, their defense actually produced. um, So they they had uh, two interceptions. One one went back for a touchdown. Um, Their defense. Their defense is what kept, honestly, what won them this game. Um, because it was not Watson at all. He was 12 for 22, uh, no touchdowns, one INT, uh, 131 yards. That is low. That is low. Yeah. Um, uh, he did have to scramble a couple times, uh, seven for 21 yards. He looked awful. Um, no, he did. He did. Man, he looked awful. Uh, put Jacoby Brissett back in. Back in. <laughs> but you can't because you literally broke the bank for Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Maybe if anything, this NFL offseason taught us that you don't give uh $250 million to quarterbacks that have never played a snap for your team. 
like we saw, I mean, the we'll get to the disaster that continues to be the Denver Broncos, but this game, even if he would have, if he would have come out and threw like two touchdowns and was like 150 yards and these same, like on 12 for 22 two if he would have been 12 for 22, 200 yards, two touchdowns, one INT, people would still be like, for real, you paid this guy 250 for that. When you have Mike White throwing for almost 400 yards, blah, 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 blah. But no matter what, if he came out and threw five touchdowns, 500 yards, then people would be like, that's what you spent the money on. That's what you spent the money on. This is, those are like best case and worst case scenarios. This is worse than worst case scenarios, which is he looked, I watched way more of this game than I thought I would just because I wanted to see how good or bad he was in it there was very little good like all oh, his passes was, yeah. were even the ones he completed weren't good passes they were just man and this int it was the uh was this the red zone one i can't remember how he threw this int but this was not a good game literally on just any I, yeah i don't i didn't watch all all that game i just every time i tuned in i tuned in when i i knew that cleveland had the ball um, yeah I didn't see the uh, INT to be honest, but because there were still other games that I actually wanted to watch. Um, <laughs> but uh, just watching it was just, he just kept getting rid of the ball. Um, he didn't want to have it in his hands. And he, yeah, he looked like he hasn't played in three years. Yeah, which is exactly what we thought he would. And I'm so happy that it turned out this way. And it's, and again, it's really not because, yes, his off field antics, I'm not, I, I'm not happy with like he's a horrible person um but i just as i said you know previous episodes i just wanted to see him do bad because i wanted people to shut up where they're like oh he's still a good quarterback i'm like no any quarterback taking three years off the football and they come back in they're not going to be good yeah that's what happened and i'm very happy it happened just on the football standpoint of it um yes obviously i'm happy that didn't happen because he's a piece of shit but I'm really happy that it showed that you can't just not play in the NFL for, he looks like these are rookie numbers. Oh, these are yeah. bad. These are bad rookie numbers. Yeah. Um, he looks like he hasn't really, played football in almost three years. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I don't know how many times we're going to say that. I mean, we'll say it again. He hasn't played football in three years, but there, there's a dead horse next to me. And I'm just going to keep, I'm gonna keep <laughs> saying that because he has not played football in three years. It is. What yeah. It is. He's and awful. they tried to get him out in space. Like, I mean, on the run, he was usually, you know, great before he had all his massage issues and stuff. But this time, first play of the game, he rolls out and just overthrows some guy by 10 yards. Like, it, he just, it didn't look good. It looked like he was rusty. I mean, how could you not be? Especially when, uh, you know, you're getting that many massages, which means you're not focusing He's on football. He's got a football. lot of groin issues, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, him, though. Uh, uh, well, now he's going to have a lot of groin issues from just NFL teams just kicking him in the dick and just making him have terrible fucking games, which ironically, he actually got hit a couple times in this game. He's probably sore, right? Monday morning, he's probably sore. Now, what can he do? Nobody's going to take his call. If you walk into the room and you see Deshaun Watson now, you're like, I can't give you a massage. And uh, except why 
Like none of the massages he got were from dudes. Does that seems that's also a red flag, right? Red flag. Because I'm sure I mean, there's I'm, a bunch. I haven't got that many massages, but um, in my life, uh, to be honest, but uh, I've had the majority of the ones I've had have been from guys. And I'll be honest, the comparison, and this is not me trying to be sexist or anything like that. Um, I have actual deep tissue issues, and they were able to get and work it out better. So, I mean, if you're a professional, like this is not me trying to be funny or silly. If you're a professional athlete, you would probably want somebody with a stronger hand or something like that, that can actually apply more point. pressure. And I'm yeah. not, again, I'm not trying to say that, you know, some women don't, uh, I've thrown that out there. Um, but I mean, it's, that's, that's true. It's true. Yeah. And that's not even, you're not even counting all the massages I've given you, which no, I'm not. And I have a gentle touch. So, you know, that. <laughs> We can move on to the next game. Also, I've never gotten a massage because I don't like people touching me. And my wife knows this. She will try to give me a massage and I'll just tense up. It makes me tense. No, I don't I like people agree. touching that, me. That's why I haven't had too many. Um, but after my car accident years ago, that's when I started getting them. And uh, they're delightful. The few that I've had. Yeah, I, I, I needed to get those done. Um, but I'm with you right there. I'm not too big on uh, don't touch me. <laughs> uh next up we go to that, that, that's a little side note in my life right there everybody i mean that's <sighs> casino uh massage facts is what i look for on every podcast we do together i'm glad we finally got to it yeah <laughs> but uh, you listen the more secrets you'll get from me <laughs> uh next up we have the five and eight green bay packers Winning twenty-eight to nineteen against the Ugh. now three and ten Chicago Bears, I, Ugh. I get a lot. I get maybe ninety percent of the things I say on this podcast wrong. I fucking nailed this one to a T. I said the Bears would be winning all game, and then all of a sudden the fourth quarter would come and they would lose by double digits. Exactly so, what you, happened. You called it. You called it, and I. I mean, I wasn't. I did want the Bears to win this, I, but if you remember what I said, I, I said, said. The, the Bears, they, they're they in the games, and they, they like the Browns, they'll lose it at the end with, with Jacoby Brissett. But I was hoping this game they wouldn't. They still did. So, yeah, I was right there with you, but I was just trying to be hoping. a little more, optim- yeah, a little more yeah. optimistic that the Bears could pull it off. But it's, it's still their MO, and it shows, and Rodgers still has their number, and everybody's still saying – after this game, oh, Rodgers is amazing. Woo-hoo. It's like, no, <laughs> no, he's fucking not. He didn't even really have that. No, he didn't have a good game at all. Only one touchdown. Less than no, 200 yards against a Bears yeah. defense we've seen just get annihilated the past couple weeks. Like, yeah. and plus. And Justin Fields didn't, I mean, Justin Fields threw two, two INTs, but he was 20 for 25, 225, uh, 224 yards. He's, he outplayed Rodgers outside. Yes, he had the two INTs, um, which just sucks, but that's how they lose their games. But yeah, whatever. Going I still, into the. I still prefer Justin Fields <laughs> over a lot of quarterbacks. Going into the fourth quarter, this Bears team was up 19 to 10. And Ugh. then the Packers scored 18 unanswered points in the fourth quarter. Like, what a. I mean. Well, I hate Rodgers. The dagger to me was when they got that two-point conversion to make it a nine-point game. I was like, ugh. I'm like, it's over. And I flipped the channel. I'm like, it's it's done. There's no way. 
This was maybe like uh, like you just said. Despite the two ints, this was maybe the best Justin uh, Fields passing game we've seen. He had a couple like deep throws that were absolute dimes, like real. And then he also just like we've talked about how certain quarterbacks each game you can count on them doing one thing. And Justin Fields, you can count on him doing a running play where he just runs straight up the line, and you're like, oh. Five people have a chance to tackle him. And then he literally just runs right past him. And then yeah. it's like always like a, I mean, in this His one, long, he had six so for yeah, 71. It, it, How, one, what was that long that, one? 55 yards. Yeah. See, like that, I, I mean, exactly that play was incredible. That was, that was phenomenal. He's uh, the, obviously my, my quarterback. rusher for the game. Yeah. Obviously my quarterback is Justin, uh, or not Justin, Jalen Hurts, but I think Fields is the best running quarterback in the league. Like, just the way he, the runs he bust out are just always crazy impressive. I really do, I really do think. He's my new Marcus Mariota. (laughs) (laughs) I do, I'll tell you what, I like watching him play. I really do. And I think this Bears team, if they get a couple defensive players to like show up that defense, I think they're a real threat next year. Like give Fields I mean, a year to figure it out. Just don't trade him away for nothing. Yeah, exactly. Even and uh, we do oh, uh, and Raiders let's, let's, price let's watch. Talk about that. Um, didn't didn't that guy get uh, knocked out for the game as well? Um, what Claypool? Yeah, Claypool's done. Right. I don't. Let's, I, I didn't see he anything. Took, he took a nasty hit, from what I remember. Um, but casino, we do. We do Raiders price watch. Let's also continue our Chase Claypool receptions and yards watch. So do you, have you seen it? Oh, so he did come. Apparently he did come back in, um, but he suffered a knee injury during the game. I knew he suffered an injury. I remember him going off. Um, so just from here on out, he's still not going to be a hundred percent. So woohoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you uh did you look at his stats yet for the game? Don't oh, do Claypool's? it. Yes. No, he also um, had a fumble in the game when he got injured. Uh oh, wonderful. Yeah, there's I mean I'm seeing his stats now, sorry. Oh. It was already on it was already on the other page. But again, five receptions, 28 yards, no touchdowns. He had a fumble when he got injured, so you can't really give him shit for that. But his, you can give him shit for his stats since he came. I mean, everybody said it. We were one of them where we were just like, finally, Justin Fields is going to have like a good wide receiver to make up for, you know, the the Bears having no wide receivers. And turns out Chase Claypool just went right into the Bears wide receivers uh, mindset instead of what he was on the Steelers because he has just looked bad. Like every game with the Bears, he has what this season he has. Oops. He's been awful for them. Awful. 32 receptions, 311 yards, one touchdown. Has he even caught a touchdown as a Bears quarterback or as a Bears wide receiver? I don't think he has. Because those are his season stats, not just with so. the yeah, Bears. No. Let me pull him up right here. Season stats. Oh, here we go. Uh, so let's see. He has, when, when did he get traded to the bears? What week? Oh, shit. I don't know. Uh, let's see the bears. 
Okay, so I think it was (laughs) against the Dolphins, I want to say. So what do you think, Casino? He has played, let's just cut it off at the Dolphins game. Even if he played before, it wouldn't change this argument. One, two, three, four. In the last five games, what do you think his most receiving yards in a game has been? Past five games. Collectively? No, no. The highest one. Oh, like the longest single... in a single game, the most receiving yards he's had since he's been on the Bears. Collectively for the game. Yes. Uh, 78. The most he has had was last week at the Jets where he had 51 yards on two Ooh. catches. Every other game, he has had 13 yards, 8 yards, 11 yards. Against the Packers, he had 28 yards. Has not caught a touchdown with the Bears. What? Ooh. I mean... How do you go? He wasn't having a good year with the Steelers either, but that's because the Steelers were trying to figure out who they were going to have as quarterback. Like, I don't know, man. He, that, that just seems like what a bust that everybody thought was like, this is the solution to the Bears problems. And not their, not their defense. Not all. Ugh, just rough. But let's move on to the next game. Game of the week, Casino. Five and seven, Pittsburgh Steelers at five and eight, Atlanta Falcons. I did not watch one second of this game. I watched more than I wanted to of this game. <laughs> um, and it, oh, gosh, it's uh, exactly how you see it on the stats. I'm sure you haven't pulled up right now. Yeah. Bad game. It was just bad. Neither one, neither quarterback threw for over 200 yards. I mean, Pickett was three yards shy. Um, this was mainly a rushing game for both teams. Uh, um, man, did Mario to look bad. Uh, it just, just, I really don't want you want to talk about much about this game. I was watching <laughs> this game just because of my picks, because uh, we picked, no, we both picked Steelers. That's right. We both picked Steelers. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because Steelers There's defense really not much to talk about this game. There's really not. This was just this was a bad game. This was I can't believe I watched probably a solid 10 minutes of this game total. It was uh, bad. Uh Steelers defense 18th in the league in points allowed, but they just feel like they're a good defense when you watch them. I don't there's they're seventh in the league in stopping the run, and they are uh, fifth in the league at oh no wait no I'm sorry they are almost bottom of the league in passing so in terms of stopping it so they're great run defense bad pass defense but when you're playing Marcus Mariota now you look you'll look like you have a great pass defense because he has definitely turned into a pumpkin what ever since that Thursday night game where he just had a terrible terrible game and now he has just continued that trend because I haven't seen him have one good game since. Like, he is just rough. Uh, In terms of Kenny Pickett, do you think, I feel like he's kind of figured it out. Like, I feel like he started rough, but obviously he's still a rookie, but he doesn't look, he doesn't look bad. He doesn't look like uh, the quarterback we were just talking about. Uh, He didn't have great numbers. He was 16 for 28. Uh, Uh, Oh, like I said, just shy of 200 yards and a touchdown. So, I mean, those look like a good rookie numbers, you know, they're, they're, they're throwing the football, but they're still protecting it, even though they're not getting their receptions down. Um, Yes. We're mainly relying on the running game, but 
You know what? That that's fine. Um, well, also the thing on the Steelers is who does he have? Like, I mean, Najee Harris, I feel like has been a huge disappointment this year because he was, uh, what round one or two fantasy running back this year. And he is just not delivered at all. They, and then they have, uh, Johnson who has been their best wide Hayward. receiver and yeah, Hayward's okay. They're, they're tight end. I feel like I like better than he actually is, but there's, there's not a lot of going on here. Sadly. No. So um, we'll see though. I still, I mean, we talked about it last. I, I, I think that they, they could pull off, um, it'd be tough, but I think they could pull off a, a winning record. Um, and the I'm really Steelers? kind of hoping, yeah, I'm really hoping for that. Uh, I actually like Mike, Mike Tomlin. I do too. Um, I, I, I think how he handles a lot in his locker room mostly is, is good. I, I feel like he's a player's kind of coach. Um, you know, he had to just deal with that stuff with AB for the end of it. And that everybody was like, Oh, does Tomlin just let anything happen in his locker room? No. Um, outside you take the AB situation out of there. It, that was, it was AB that was recording in the locker room, right? Uh, it was either that or, or Juju Smith Schuster. It, it, was, Juju. it was running. It was wide receiver issues just with those, that group. And then also you forget, but still, he had that, just, he, he, he had that uh, two years where big Ben was just a walking statue, but he couldn't bench him because, you know, it's like the Steelers legend or whatever, but yeah, I'm curious to see what this Steelers team becomes like in a season or two. Right, I say, like, two, I say two seasons. Can it keep? Uh, Kenny Pickett keeps progressing, which he feels like he is progressing. Um, at least protecting the football, trying to at least. Um, I, I'm interested. I'm interested. Um, I don't know if Tomlin's got many more years there, but, um, yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, we talked agree way with more you. on that game than I thought we would. <laughs> uh, let's just see. Uh, because you're prediction that they will finish with their winning record so Steelers play Ravens Panthers Raiders Ravens again and then Browns so I they would have the Browns. to I think they'll beat the Panthers um, yes and then you have to split with the Ravens which I think is possible I really well, now possible. Lamar Jackson might be out mm-hmm. no uh I think he is out I think he's done um so, I mean, and then the Raiders, like, yeah, maybe tough. Uh, who knows? So, really, they've, they've got five games left. Two of them, I think, are for sure wins, especially if Watson just keeps playing how he's playing, um, which we expect him to play. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I do think the Steelers can pull off um, pull off a little rally here and uh, go back above 500, which I would, I, w- I would really like to see. What, you think they finish like nine and eight? Yeah, I think nine and eight is a good spot for them. I th- I agree. I think I think uh, yeah, they just look like they just have found whatever they are, which I'm still not even sure what they are. But remember, they scored thirty points against a pretty damn good Bengals defense. Like so, they can score points. They beat the Colts. They just beat the Falcons. Uh, they got destroyed by my Eagles, and then they they're, lost. they're an up and down team still figuring out their identity, which is. Totally fine. Which, you know what? That's all of us in life. Next up, we are going to... (laughs) We talked about it a little already. I don't know if there's anything more you want to elaborate on this. The now 7-5 and 
New York Jets lose to the now 10 and 2 Minnesota Vikings 27 to 22. I don't really need to talk about much more about this um, outside of what we did, but did you watch any of this? I watch almost the whole thing. This was Dude, the game. What about on my ho- what, in on in my hotel? Those, um, some of those white throws were just on point. Like the one towards Dude, the very end of the, one of the very towards the very end of the game where they had already gotten stopped at the goal line and just it was this same score and they just needed to get the touchdown and they got the ball back and they were driving to try to get it again. There was that laser through like triple coverage that just split all three players oh on like the fourth down pass yeah. or whatever yeah. yeah i don't know how that went like that was a beautiful throw the kid's got the kid's got a rocket he's got an yeah. arm like that that ball had to be thrown super hard super accurate to get to that receiver because it was it was like what they call in baseball frozen rope where it's just dead straight hard as hell and he got it in there i'm i like white a whole lot I mean, still, he's no Zach Wilson, number one in our hearts, but when it comes to football. And our pants. And who? <laughs> but when it comes to football, I am, I am all for uh, Zach White. He was 31 for 57. He threw the ball 57 times. Which, which means is, they trust him. They, they trust, trust him, him as a passer because I mean, this same offense, they I mean, were only he, letting Zach Wilson throw, what, 12 times a game? Yeah, he had two interceptions, but if you saw those interceptions, those were both batted up they're not a couple of one of them i remember seeing distinctively uh like bounced off the dude's like hand chest area and just like bounced up in the air well and the second one was last play of the game he's trying to throw it into the end zone to win the game and it's like that's a low percentage completion i I take away those ints that's whatever he still threw for almost 400 yards like dude white is white is their future and He's now legit. they legit, they legitimately scare me. If they make the playoffs, teams better watch the hell out. This team, this team could make the conference finals with White playing how he has the last two games. Um, truly, I, I yeah. yeah. And uh, remember, they lost uh, Brees Hall, their star like rookie running back, who was definitely looked like he was going to be either win or be in contention for rookie of the year. Then they traded for James Robinson from the Jaguars, and he's not really done anything since he got there. No, but, but, but they found this random guy, Zonovan, Zonovan Knight. Wa- yeah, Zonovan Knight, dude. What what a game. What a game. 15 attempts, 90 yards. Yeah, man. Let's let's go. I also really like their uh, uh, wide receiver, the Garrett Wilson or whatever. That guy just like – he looks like a star receiver when you well, watch I mean, him play. Do, like, do, you, do you have his stats up or not yet? Yeah, eight okay. for 162, no touchdowns. But like he was all over the – because I watched this whole game. And yeah, he I was just – Yeah, he was jumping off the screen. He was so good. Like, yeah, I'm, I was really impressed. Um, I, I do think that if Jets make the playoffs – you have to be careful with this team. This team, this team, honestly, now if White plays how he's been playing the last two games, which is good but not amazing, like it's, yeah, it's right there, just under great. Um, yeah, this team could definitely make the conference finals. Uh, so this will be fun. You know what's so funny? We're talking about the Jets and they lost the game, but we're talking about them in such glowing. Uh, compliments that it's like they won the game. They actually lost 
to the now 10 and two Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> Why uh, me included? So I don't have the answer to this casino. Why does no one respect or give credit to this Minnesota Vikings team? They only lost two games. Both games they lost were one to the Eagles, one to the Cowboys, which you could make a case right now. Those are maybe the two best teams in the NFL, definitely in the NFC. So why does no one, including me, and I'm, I think you do give credit to the Vikings, but why does I, no one give credit to this Vikings team? I, I mean, I give credit to them because, I mean, I watch a lot of their games, not just because um, Kirk Cousins is on my fantasy team, um, which, by the way, fantasy corner, we'll get to boop, that. Boop, 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 boop. We'll get to that. Um, I, I mean, because they're still getting the job done. Um, they're not playing showy football where they're getting, you know, getting all the eyes on them. They're just winning games. So you have to give credit for a team that even if they're struggling, they win the game. Um, yeah. Like they got outplayed against the Jets. They did. That's why we're talking about the Jets. However, they still won the game. Why? Because they got the job done. The defense was like, oh, we have to stop them at the goal line to win because our offense isn't playing too hot. We're not stopping them in the middle of the field. All right, let's do that. And and they get it done. Um, yeah. It's not flashy, but they get it done. Not flashy at all. And uh, if you look at the, I mean, on paper and from what you're just saying from when we watched this game, like nothing really stood out. Like it was 20 uh, carries, 86 yards, one touchdown by Dalvin Cook. Uh, their backup, Alexander Mattinson, had that, had maybe the best celebration of the year where he acts like he hurt his leg and then he goes down to all fours and then he just starts twerking. Yeah, I hated every second of that. A hundred really out did. of a hundred. I love no, it. I, I hate it. I hate it. Oh, <laughs> but, that, was, uh, that, was, that was disgusting. Uh, also what was disgusting was Jalen Rager, former Eagles wide receiver, catching a bomb in double coverage, uh, that was actually well defended because the, the Eagles lost three games in his career because he couldn't catch a contested ball. And that's all he did when he was at TCU. So great to see the second he's not on the Eagles he just goes back to catching contested balls and tight coverage. So great, great job, Jalen Rager. Uh, Jefferson, seven for 45, one touchdown. He was very quiet in that game. I don't even remember him making really that. I don't remember him making seven receptions. And I watched that whole thing. He was very quiet. Uh, but yeah, I think we've talked about enough about Jets. Vikings were both very high on the Jets, both very confused by the Vikings. Next up... <laughs> A game we called Casino. I'm pretty sure we said this was going to be a blowout. The four and eight Jacksonville Jaguars lose to the five and seven Detroit Lions, forty to fourteen. Uh, we call this um, the Lions again. They're not a bad team. They're no. not. They're just they're a little streaky. But man, they're fun to watch, and they put they have such a good offense, man. Dude, Most Jared Goff is a great quarterback. I'm going to say it, a great quarterback. I don't even say good. I think he is really great. Like he had a good game. I think I think he's streaky, but when he's on, look what he does. Yeah. I mean, he uh this season, he has 19 touchdowns, uh seven interceptions, 3000 yards and a 65% completion percentage. Like I think those are good numbers playing for a losing team. Like 
This gives me Gardner Minshew vibes. I can't believe I can't believe this game. It was minus one and a half for Detroit. I know how. How did anybody look at this game and think the Jaguars had a shot? Well, the Jaguars have shown well, me nothing. So, so here's the here's the funny thing is it was minus one and a half for Detroit, but the total over under was fifty one. It was like you expect the Jags to score. <laughs> what? Yeah. What the Jags would have to score four touchdowns to make that within that. Or no, they'd have to score almost what four touchdowns and like two field goals to make it within like, that. No, well, no, um, uh, they, they would have to get somewhere around three and a half touchdowns to be somewhere around twenty five points, and then, um, and then Detroit win with like twenty eight points. That, well, no, because it was it would be within one and a half, so it'd have well, to be I, within I, two points. Okay, well, tw- 25, 28. <laughs> It's very close. It's a 53. That's two points. So shut up. <laughs> I'm right. You're wrong. I mean, when it comes to math, I am bad. So I will give you credit on that. 25 but, plus 28. Uh, also, the crazy thing is that, who is it? Jamal Williams has 13 touchdowns this season. Like, just a crazy, crazy, or now he has 14. Just a crazy yeah, he stat. He just a touchdown, so. Yeah, he's had games where he scored in the past one, two, three, four. In the past four games, he has scored six touchdowns. Like, that's crazy. And he's technically their backup running back, right? Because uh, Swift is their starter. But really, that's like a run by committee thing because they always have similar touches. But I like... I'll tell you what, the we talked about the Bears being a contender next year. If the Lions can be, again... Find some pieces in the offseason, in the draft, in free agency. If they, can, if they could be a mid-defensive team, if they could be around six, 16th team in the league yeah. defensive, oh, man, they're solid, solid. They would be they would be seven and five right now. They really would be. Maybe eight and four. Easily. Like, yeah. I yeah, I love this Lions if team, Jaguars team. That's all year. Yeah. The AFC South is a dumpster fire. To be we'll, five and seven. To be five and seven and having the worst defense the entire year, that's insane. Yeah, that is that is insane. Well, because they just keeps like the the points they score is just crazy. They've scored forty. Remember, they almost beat the Bills on Thanksgiving. They've scored 31, 31, 31, 45, uh, 36, 28, 38. Like. This team just, they just put, if they could literally hold teams under. They also have a zero on there from the Patriots. What's up, what's up, what's up? (laughs) But no, if this team could literally hold their opponents to like four touchdowns, they would win. That's crazy. That's a crazy stat. Uh, Next up, Casino, uh, let's go to the most boring way to end a football game. I wish they could do a rule to change this. The Washington Commanders and the New York Giants. The Commanders now seven five and one. The Giants seven four and one. That one comes in because they tied this game. I hate that football games can end in a tie. I fucking hate it. Uh, but I don't know what you could do to make it not end in a tie. Do the fucking college overtime thing. I was literally just gonna say, um, do keep it how you keep it. Ten minutes, and if it doesn't work out like that. Then literally just go 10-yard line, go back and forth. Yeah, 
And you know what? To not fuck up like fantasy or the rule or the the record books and stuff, be like the second it gets to a shootout, these stats no longer count. Correct. And that, then that would be great. Yeah. Boom. And start them. I wouldn't even say at the 10. I'd say at the 25. So they're right outside of the red zone. And then just be like, you get four chances, no opportunity for a first down. If you kick a field goal uh, and the other team scores a touchdown, you lose. The other team kicks a field goal, then it goes right back and just go back and forth. Like, Well, the field goal thing will just go on and on and on. I think it just needs to be done quicker. So just put them at the 10. Um, that's touchdowns true. only. Oh, I like that. I actually like that. Okay. I agree with you. 10 yard um, line touchdowns only. You only get four shots. No, no penalties can negate that. It just moves you closer. Yeah. We should, we should write NFL rules. We should. But <laughs> in terms of this game, uh, again, I didn't bring my Heineken, but Taylor Heineke, this is maybe his best game as a passer um, because we're a fan, man. We're a fan. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm a fan. He, what, converted like three fourth downs to even get his team within a field goal per, uh, Daniel to Jones, tie this? You may argue that this was one of his better games. Like, yeah, there was no there was no INTs from either either player, um, which was great. Uh, Daniel Jones only missed six of his completion attempts. Uh, Heineke missed uh, 14, but he threw the ball about uh he threw the ball 10 more, 10, times. 10 more times. Um, but man, I mean, the yardage isn't impressive, but like you said, they got it done when they needed to. Heineke doing fourth down ones, man. Like this game, this game was fun, and I'm I'm happy but also upset because my team, this they got bumped. This in two weeks is now gonna be the number one the Sunday night game for their rematch. And the Patriots Raiders got bumped off of that Sunday night. They're now the afternoon game, which I understand. Um, these two still, I mean, it's like the continuation. Yeah. You know what they should have done? They shouldn't have called it a tie here. They go, okay, you play each other in two weeks. Whoever wins that game, two points. <laughs> two wins. That would be that would be awesome. That would, that would we should write a rule book. That's we fun. should. If they were like, how okay, next. Would, how fun would that be? That would actually so, be awesome. If they were like this wins two games. Yeah, and they're like, guess what? Next game, you're both starting at 20. Just because. It doesn't matter because it'd be the same as if they started at zero. But they'd be like, next game, you're both starting at 20. Oh. And just so go. It, it, for podcasts, podcast sake, whoever wins the next game, they win two games. Ooh. We're going we're, we're, we're to get rid of the tie. Like we'll never like refer that. to them as their tie ever. I like that. That's good. I'll tell you what, though. Uh, I think the commanders are for real. I thought the Giants were slipping. This game kind of... Well, I said this was the one of the best games Daniel Jones has played. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I still don't have... I mean, the Giants, they definitely shut me up this year. I thought they were going to be bad. So did you. So did everybody. Yeah. Um, I didn't expect seven and four. Maybe reverse that four seven i didn't think they would win even that many but um washington is still the better team between these two i think I Daniel jones just had the better game and it's still not even great stats he only threw for 200 yards um but he protected the football no ints and i think that's what saved him in this game is he protected the football yeah uh, um in two weeks one int 
Washington runs away with this, in my opinion. I agree. Well, the uh, also the Giants' schedule is just one of the most brutal in the league. It is brutal, brutal. They go Eagles, Commanders, Vikings, Colts, uh, Eagles again. So that is... Ugh. As far as the Commanders go, I think they end up taking the last wildcard spot. I don't think Giants and Commanders both get into the playoffs, especially because basically their fate determines them playing each other. Like it was like the winner of this game, there was a 60% chance they made the playoffs. The loser, there was only like a 30% chance. So now that they tied, it basically still comes down to when they play each other again. The Commanders play the Giants, the 49ers, the Browns, and the Cowboys. So That's why I was saying rightfully so that, that this uh... – this being the Sunday night game in two weeks on the 18th makes sense. Yeah. just It just does. But uh, let's go to the next game. If my computer will load, I should really write these down, but I never learn. Uh, next up, the last of the morning games, or no, the second last of the morning games, was the my Philadelphia Eagles winning 35 to 10 against the now seven and five Tennessee Titans. The Eagles are 11 and one. Uh, before I do my rant on this game casino, what would you like to say? Um, I told you so. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I still don't understand why you think that the Eagles aren't going to win the super. If I was, if I was a fan of the Eagles, which I'm not, I can't stand them, <laughs> but I cheer for them because of you um but dude they are i don't you you get your rant here shortly um i don't understand how people can say that they're not the best team in the league and how they're not the super bowl favorites blows my fucking mind <laughs> blows my mind and well i sent you just yeah and that that blows my mind i, I sent uh casino this image this morning which is according to espn Ugh. analytics which i don't know what that is but according to espn analytics the top four teams that are projected and i think they did like a thousand you know how they do like the computer programs that predict like a thousand outcomes or some shit like that uh with 50 percent chance to make the super bowl it's the cowboys 41% chance to make the Super Bowl. It's the Chiefs. 35% chance to make the Super Bowl. It's the Bills. And then fourth on that list is the Eagles with the 30%. And then to win the Super Bowl, it's Cowboys 31, Chiefs 23, Bills 19, Eagles 13. Did I did I miss something? Has something happened where the Eagles aren't 11 and 1 and literally lost um, against a commander's team because they got one of the worst face uh, mass calls ever. And then their guy, when the Eagles were going down to score, caught like a 50 yard bomb and then immediately fumbled it like that. They, those were two plays that changed the course of that game, which the Eagles, what I'm saying is the Eagles could easily be 12 and zero right now. And they beat this Cowboys team by, two scores the last time they played them, which Dak Prescott wasn't in there, but 
They still had everybody starting on defense. It's not like they're getting back anybody on defense who played against that Eagles team. I don't know. It's just like now at the beginning of the season, I was worried, right? Because I'm like an Eagles fan, but I'm like a realist. And I was like, oh man, like they look really good, but then there's sometimes they do bad stuff. This game was the, like, there were so many penalties on the Eagles offensive line that I was like, oh man, this is what's going to kill us. And then they still won by 25 points. And again, for weeks, it's been like, oh, when Jalen Hurts, when they stop him from running, what's he like? He can't pass. He's not a good passer. He only rushed in this game. Yeah. He only rushed in this game five carries for 12 yards. One of those was a touchdown. And then he threw for 380 yards, 29 times, three touchdowns, no turnovers. Like that, if Patrick Mahomes did this when they played the Titans, the last uh, Chiefs Titans game, everybody would be like, Patrick Mahomes is a God. He's the clear MVP, like four touchdowns against the Titans, blah, blah, blah. But remember, the Titans defense held Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs to what, 13 points? Keep on like, with this rant. I'm going to let my dog out. I love it. Just keep going. Keep going. <laughs> uh, Miles Sanders, uh, the Titans we talked about had a great run defense, right? That's why everybody, and I mean everybody, including myself, was picking the Titans to win, right? Because the Titans have this vaunted rush defense and the rush defense of the Titans, it actually held up. Like they actually did shut down the Eagles rushing attack. Uh, Miles Sanders only had 24 yards. Scott Gainwell uh, Hertz had 16, 15, 14. But what nobody was expecting was Hertz to just have the best passing game of his career by a mile. And well, I mean, I did. Cause I've you actually about did call before. it. Yeah. I've, I've talked about this before. Jalen Hurts. The only thing that, and, and you did, you were right. The only thing that was off was the Titan or uh, was the, the rush defense. And I was like, okay, that fine. I'll give you that. That's their one flaw on the team. But Hertz showed you earlier in the season that he could throw. Uh, obviously he can run. Uh, the defense is legit. The special teams is really good. Um, but you just, you had some holes in defense, which now you covered. I mean, you've got that taken care of. I mean, Derrick Henry, 30 yards for 11 attempts for 11 attempts. I don't understand how anybody, I don't, I don't understand how anybody could say that the Eagles aren't the clear favorite. There's no flaw there. Now that now there is no flaw in this team that I can see. Um, I mean, I'm not an ESPN analytics guy um, (laughs) who gets that right, but I'm just a, person who does a the only sports podcast out there and watches football <laughs> games um but for real i don't understand like we thought the titans would you know give the eagles a hard time because they've given the chiefs they gave the chiefs a hard time barely won and they just couldn't throw the ball in that game the titans aren't a bad team it's like okay no. and and the the eagles loss was against again and that, despite all those penalties and things weren't called we're still against a, a good team I yeah. Mean, it, so it's it's mind blowing to think Dallas and yes, let's just let's just jump to that. I want to jump to that. The Dallas did destroy the Colts 59-19. They they just destroyed them. But at halftime, that that was close. They 
this game was really even going into halftime. It was in the fourth quarter. They scored 33 points. That's where your your lopsided is, and that was because Matt Ryan threw three picks, and he's trying he's trying to win the game. He's trying to get them back into it, so he's just launching the football. Yeah. But also, last thing I, I will I was, say, ugh. so read off the the Dallas Cowboys points again. 54. So even with that, with the Sunday night performance of 54 points, the Eagles are still ahead of Dallas in their offense points per game. Now, you can say the five games where they had Cooper Rush, they didn't score that many touchdowns. This was also the Philadelphia Eagles team that only scored 17 points against the Colts, and they've also had other rough games where they haven't scored, you know, more than two touchdowns. So, right. and, and and are people forgetting um, <laughs> the Eagles are obviously going to win that division unless the, they just stumble and the Cowboys beat them and then the Eagles lose to the Giants. So I just, you know, just saying that crazy yeah, absurd. Possibility. Yeah. yeah, it's a possibility. Um, currently, the Cowboys are the fifth seed. They're the fifth seed. So as of right now, who who would they have to play um, being the wild card? Uh, how would that? I don't know how the new system works with the seven, but um, what is it? Six and seven and six have to fight each other for something. So and then, five and four. So I believe I believe right now it would be the Cowboys would have to face the Niners. I believe that's how it would shake out. So I mean, they don't have the easy, easiest road, and they're not going to have a home game, being a wild card through the yep. entire playoffs. And you still expect them to make the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl as the number one? It's it's mind-blowing. The Vikings, yes, we're saying that they're not the best team, but, hey, you have to go through the Vikings. You, have, I mean, the Vikings play good at home. They, they always do, and they find ways to win. That'll be a tough game. If you have to play the Niners, you have to play the Niners down crazy in San defense. Francisco. Yeah. Crazy defense. Good luck. Um, the Bucks. so you have to play the Bucks. That's down in the humidity down in Florida. And, again, you can never count out Brady. Um the Eagles, who I've already beat you, the Giants and the Seahawks, which you never know. And if it's not the Giants, it's the Commanders. And it's 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 mind blowing that people think that the Cowboys are going to win. The NFC, all all the teams, wild card up, including the Commanders. So you say, and I will th- I will honestly throw the Lions in there. You say the eight teams outside of you that are in the top nine. I could see the Cowboys struggling with and literally you're like okay they have to perform to 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 win and that's going with any of those teams like all those teams are really very well evened except for i would say the eagles are above everybody else but outside of that everybody looks pretty even cowboys they are good they are slightly better than the majority of those teams but it doesn't mean that you can't you you could just write them off and the, also, the think they're just, just the fact that you, they think they're just going to walk into the Super Bowl and win yeah. the Super Bowl. No, it's I, it's a crazy I would, notion. I would, I would, I would take Patrick Mahomes. I would take Joe Burrow and that Cincinnati team. I would take the Miami Dolphins. I would take all those teams over the Cowboys. They have not played those type of teams yet. I mean, so let's see what. Okay, so they did. 
The Cowboys beat the Bengals back in week two, 20 to 17. But remember, that game was the Bengals were still trying to figure out their offensive line because Joe Burrow had like two seconds, like one second to throw every pass. And and they only lost by three. And take Dak Prescott. Yeah, Dak, okay, wasn't playing. But you know what? Dak and Rush are playing the same. Because I think Cooper Rush could have done the same thing. Because, again, it was mainly the defense that won the Cowboys this game last night and blew out the fashion. Well, also... There was at minimum, minimum five to ten passes Dak Prescott threw that oh that could have been intercepted if one of the Colts players literally like had hands. I mean, he is I think the under talked about story of this Cowboys team is Dak to me just looks off. He really does. He just every game since he's came back, he's thrown one or two INTs that could have been <laughs> He could every game. He looks like he could throw at least five interceptions. Like so he, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. So I'm sorry to cut you off, but I'm looking at it right now. The Bengals, the Bengals are the only good, and they get to play the Titans in Week 17. Are the only good AFC team that they have played. Yeah, Dude, they're they they have no idea what's going what's coming from them from Buffalo from uh from the Kansas Chiefs, City Kansas yeah. City. Yeah. I mean, and they beat the Bengals barely, and that was when they were finding their identity. Like, dude, I am – they think they're just going to walk in, and I, I that's going to be their downfall. I'm not – they're going to play tough. They're still a good team. I'm not saying they're not a good team. Here's my rant. Like, <laughs> sorry, I'm now I'm going on my rant. They think that they're just going to walk in. Dude, no, because I could legitimately see the Bills, the Chiefs, the Titans, and the Bengals, and the Dolphins, and even the Jets – Beating, like, I'm, I'm going to take the Ravens out of there because I just don't think that they've got it, especially with uh, uh, their quarterback being out. But those are all tough teams that they haven't they haven't played. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they no, played, I mean, they I played agree. the Jaguars and beat the Jags. Whoop de doo! That's the fucking Jags. Well, no, they haven't but, played uh, the Jags yet. They play the Jags in two weeks. Oh, they yeah. So they yeah. Still, my point is that they haven't played any good AFC team, and the teams that they're playing in the NFC that are better than guess what are beating them yeah well except for the vikings but then again we just talked about the vikings Vikings, whatever uh so the the cowboys schedule i'm I'm over it is they play the texans and jaguars and then they play the eagles in dallas so that uh that's gonna be the game of the season if i really don't think even if the division's locked up, I don't think the Eagles go in there with their backups. I think they want to oh, beat Dallas. No. I think they will start uh, them against Dallas. And I'm nervous to play Dallas because it's Dallas and they've owned us the past couple years. I'm more nervous to play them, not for the game itself, but their fan, like the Dallas fans are just so, and again, I know there's, uh, annoying Eagles fans out there, oh, but the ones I talk to are just like realist uh, Eagles fans. I've never met a Cowboys fan who is not the most confident, delusional person when they're talking about their football team. I've met Eagles fans who are just like, oh yeah, you know, I don't know. We got to wait and see. I've never met a Cowboys fan who's not like, did you see that last game? We destroyed them. We're going to the, like, it's like, the Philly fans get such like a bad rap for just being like obnoxious, but oh, they are. 
I mean, they are. I'll give you that. They're obnoxious, but Cowboy fans are obnoxiously confident, which to me is more annoying. And I more... feel like, and, and, and all the Philly fans that I've met, do I like all of them? No, because they can be obnoxious. They're just, an, yeah, yeah, they're obnoxious, but a lot of the times, 90% of the time, they're realists as well. Yeah, I know. Like, our team sucks, but you know what? Okay, your team sucks too. We're going to be <laughs> I don't know why I'm going with that accent. Great, make great accent. Great. No, yeah, <laughs> that's my that that's my East Coast accent. I just that that's where it goes. Yeah. No, that's great. Great. But yeah, I agree with uh, you. Like I always remember the 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 opening night after the Eagles won the Super Bowl. The next season, they were playing Atlanta opening night and the team going into halftime was I think losing or winning by a field goal and the they were at home and the home crowd was booing them and the announcers were like, oh my God, I can't believe they're getting booed. They just won a Super Bowl. And it was just like, the fuck are you talking about? That was last season. Now it's this season and they suck. Why wouldn't they be getting booed going into halftime? Like, I've just always hated that notion of like, the Eagles fans don't appreciate anything. And it's just like, yeah, because we want our team to be good. It's not like the Cowboys where it's just like anytime they do anything, it's like we're the greatest team that's ever. It's annoying. Right. Again, let's um, move on to the next game. Because yeah, I know that you got to get out of here yeah. sooner than later here. But great rant, Casino. I loved it. Thank you. Uh, next up, Broncos, Ravens. Broncos, three and nine. Ravens, eight and four. This uh, is the, the really the only thing to talk about this game is J- Lamar Jackson got knocked out of the game almost like immediately. Like that was, I believe within the first like five minutes of the first quarter. Uh, so he is going to need knee yeah, surgery. He had, he had four attempts in passing. That was it. Yeah. So he it, is having knee surgery. It is not season ending, but again, the season's damn near close to ending. So I don't know when they're expecting him back after having knee surgery. Like yeah. that's concerning, especially for uh fantasy corner casino. You want to dive into fantasy corner? You got anything uh, for him or for me? Like my, no, no, my for team. you. Cause for um, me, he's my starting quarterback in fantasy. So now it's all on Mike white. Go Mike white. Good pickup. Yeah, I picked him um, up because my other quarterback was Russell Wilson, and I dropped him, and nobody has picked him up. Nice. Um, so I thought I was going to lose this game. I was expected to lose this game. Um, with They had two players left. They had uh, a Harris for Pitt. Um, and I, I don't remember, but they had like two players left, and I was like, all right, you know, I'm only up like three points. I'm going to – it's before the afternoon games were over, and I'm like, all right, I'm not going to win. All I have right now is um, – uh, San Fran's defense in and uh, Wilson Jr., which only got 0. 0.3 points. I'm like, all right. He had two targets for Miami. He didn't do anything with it. So I was like, shit, I'm going to lose. San Fran defense, we talked about it. They had that <laughs> interception for the touchdown. They had three INTs, a touchdown, a fourth fumble, and held 17 points. 18 points for the San Fran defense. I Damn. won by I won by six points. They, they did it for me. I'm super happy. I am still now. I am now 11 and two. I'll take it. I was playing an eight and four guy, so I'm really, really happy. He just this is our third place guy, and I beat him, and I'm really stoked about that. Um, <laughs> uh, and what helped me though is he has Jalen Hurts, but I had Brown, so 
Oh. So it was like uh, anytime he got points, you got points basically? It was 34 and a half points to 32 points. So that kind of washed out. Um, My quarterbacks suck. I have Cousins and uh, Mariota. They did just over 10 points each. So that was fair. But I am – and if anybody knows of a good running back to take – Dude, get the Jets guy. See if he's available. Uh, Who are we talking here again? What's his name? Uh, Wasn't it – isn't it Knight? Let me see. I'll pull it up real quick. Uh, looks like he's taken already. I have there's oh. a Johnson. Let's see. Um, it was Knight the running back. Um, yeah, Zonovan Knight. Where is he? Oh no! So nobody's got him. So let me. Why is he? Wow! Live casino making fantasy moves. Ooh, yeah, on the podcast. Well, I don't, uh, I don't see. It didn't show that he was on any team. Um, if you want to keep talking about something, I'm gonna look it up here. Yeah. So obviously up. the 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 story of this game was Lamar Jackson come, going out. Tyler Huntley came in, actually didn't look bad again against maybe the best defense in the league, the Broncos, which makes their offense much more depressing oh, because no, he picked up shit. Damn. Because Russell Wilson went 70 for 22, 189. They have no rushing attack, really, especially since they released Melvin Gordon, who wasn't doing anything to begin with. So, again, woes continue for the Broncos, only scoring nine points. If they scored two touchdowns, they win this game by three points, which is crazy. But, or I guess four points. But, yeah, let's ride right into mediocrity, which is where they are riding to. Casino, we got two more games to talk about because we've already talked about we talked about the Sunday night game. Uh Matt Ryan, I mean that game was rough to watch, especially by halftime. The Colts wide receivers didn't look like they knew how to catch a football. Matt Ryan looked like Tua, where he was trying to use all his arm strength to get the ball 10 yards. Like yeah. Matt Ryan looks done. The Colts look like they gave up at halftime. Like that was a rough watch. Uh, We talked about 49ers Dolphins. We talked about Bengals Chiefs. So last game we are ending it on, or our NFL talk is Raiders Chargers. The now six and six. We didn't didn't talk about Seattle Rams, but. um, Oh, oh, that's right. So let's go to that game first. We don't have to go too much, but uh, Geno Smith, great. 28 for 39, 367 yards, three TDs. Yes, one INT, but he looked good compared to Wolford, 14. 14 uh, out of 26, 178 yards, two INTs. That team is in shambles. Uh, well, speaking of uh, the Colts being done, the Rams, we knew going into this game, they are done. They're, yeah, they're, they're, they're packing pulling, it in for next season. Teams. Yeah, they are. Um, but, man, Geno Smith looked very good. Um, Tyler Lockett and Metcalf only separated by one uh, yard in receiving, 128, 127. Jesus. Um, they, they, yeah, phenomenal. They looked absolutely phenomenal. Um and then Fant had 42 yards, so they they each had a touchdown. Dude, Geno Smith, real deal. He's um, I'm excited to see what they do next year. Well done. Well, well, I'm done. excited to see if they get in the playoffs, what seed they are in the playoffs, because we talked about it earlier. They play Panthers next week, which we think they would should kill the Panthers. There's no reason why they shouldn't. But I mean, then they are in the it, wild card. They are seven fight, but it, it depends on the Commanders. Um, and and Giants. Giants. Yeah. So Thursday night, December 15th, it's Niner Seahawks. And that's pretty much the division right there. 
right? Yeah. That's the difference between division, wild card, maybe knocked out of the wild card if the other teams around you are winning. It's exciting. And then they go Chiefs, Jets, and then Rams again. So they have a three-week stretch where it's Niners, Chiefs, Jets. Like, that is brutal, brutal. They're playing two of the best five defenses in the league with 49ers and Jets. So we'll see if Geno Smith, you know, really has it. I mean, I I feel like he does. He hasn't done the Mariota thing where he's turned into a pumpkin yet. So uh, let's move on to the last game of the day. The 6-6 six and six Los Angeles Chargers lose 20 to the now Five and seven Las Vegas Raiders, 27 to 20. And you called this one, though. You uh, said the Raiders play the Chargers hard. I did. And uh, still didn't pick them. We both picked the Chargers and lost. The Raiders are what? On a four-game win streak, I believe. Mm-hmm. They beat Seattle last week. Then they beat the Broncos. Oh, no, they got beat by the Colts. So they've won three in a row. Right. Uh, yeah. I don't... Uh, I don't know what is going on with the Chargers. Again, they always, they do this every fucking year where people pick them as Super Bowl favorites to win the AFC West, to be in the top echelon of AFC teams. And then they always just end up, what, this year, they're probably going to go 10 and 7, 9 and 8. Like, I don't think they win because they play the dolphins the titans the colts the rams the broncos so i think they win colts uh rams but i could see them losing to the titans dolphins and broncos just stupid the chiefs i mean the chiefs the chargers just have stupid games every year where they lose and you're like how the fuck did they lose that game i have no idea uh what is your takeaway from this game casino um i they both are not doing what I expected them to do. Um, really, I'm just uh, I'm disappointed in both teams. Again, oh, the Chargers no. have a little bit more to lean on. Um, I have a little more to have a little more to lean on because they did have so many injuries. Um, but they're not fun to watch. I'll be honest. No. I, I don't. I don't. I've I've watched multiple of these games from both teams, and I'm just they're they're not. It's not enjoyable to watch. For some reason, people are still saying they would take Herbert over Hertz. I don't know why. Like Herbert's no. makes some. Hell no. Herbert's Hertz makes some great in the league right now. Like Herbert makes some great throws and some unbelievable throws. He just doesn't have that like winning like aura mentality. Like to me, that like Burrow and Hertz does. I just don't see like that kind of fight in him. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's San Diego, or I guess now that LA like laid back kind of thing, but he just never comes off to me like he when he has the ball in his hands, he's like, I'm gonna fucking win this game no matter what. And every time I watch Burrow or Hertz play, both of them just have that like, I don't care what the fuck I have to do, I'm gonna go 90 yards right now to win the game. And then they do it. Like Herbert just doesn't have that feeling to me. I don't know why I don't trust him to win games. I don't know why. That's just like a feeling and looking kind of thing. But um, so with that, let's talk about uh, casinos ticket watch for Patriots Raiders last. That is now at the afternoon game. 
It used to be Sunday night, but we talked about it being flexed for uh, Commanders Giants. So we are only two weeks away. Or no. Yeah, two weeks away. Sunday, December 18th, now at uh, 1 p.m. West Coast time. Patriots at Raiders. It was, let's see, it started at 278, went down to 268, then went up by $10. No. Yes, it went up by $10 up. and then, and then it, it went up again. Went up by to 286 and then finally last week it was 311. What is it now, Casino? Again, what do you think? Raiders keep winning. They could sneak their way into the AFC playoffs, but I doubt it. Uh, I think the fan base here is loyal, though. I'm going to say it went up, but not by that much. I'm going to say 318. Wrong in both accounts. It went down. We have a hot flash deal going on right now for 263. Whoa. For two two people. Uh, And then the next best one that's not on the flash deal is 295. But I will, at 263, it is dropping and dropping and dropping. And I really think um, now that it's an afternoon game and got flexed to that, um, I say by the end of next week, people are going to be trying to get them to start wanting to buy these tickets. They're going to keep going lower and lower. Um, You're holding off on buying them. Oh, I probably won't buy until like two days before or like Whoa. the day before. This is the lowest it's been, Casino. It is a new all-time low. Right. But um, – as I've said, I have connections um, in, in, inside the arena. So um, it's basically get in and then I'm going to be, we'll be upgraded. Um, so I'm just looking for the cheapest price to get in. Um, but I'm not going to say where my connection is or who my connection is or where, to, where I'm going to be, but that's the case. All right. Um, so I'm just looking for something cheap. And when <laughs> I say connection, I mean, it, it is a connection, but, no, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're, not we're not scamming the system here. It's uh, it's not like a back backdoor deal or anything. Um, there's just X amount of uh, tickets available for that person to give out for comps, um, which he's not going to give to us, but <laughs> he can get us in as long as uh, as long as we're in the game but he can't physically give the tickets out, like, scanned in. Yeah, he no, has X, I get what you're saying. He only has X amount of comps. All right, uh, we'll talk That's about... That's being Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas born, <laughs> you know the Vegas people. We'll talk about uh, NBA, NHL, and World Cup on next episode because the last thing we're going to talk about before I actually have to get out of here, usually we're cutting the show early because Casino has to leave. Well, Today it's, it's funny me. you say that my kid is just now waking up, so this is perfect. So we got... 10 minutes here to cover the maybe one of the craziest college football weeks I have seen in I a... may not have to I may not make it my kid is screaming bloody murder. All right, you know what? Uh let's make it a YouTube exclusive tomorrow. Let's do, we'll do talk tomorrow. about the college football. I'm, I'm All right. for that. Let's do that. All right. So, I will also talk about the Monday night football game. Why not? Cool. Uh right. yeah, so YouTube exclusive tomorrow. We'll I will that we didn't cover today. Yeah. I'm Will, that's Casino, and yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. This has been the Only Sports Podcast. Adios.